Hello everyone, I'm your host Nora and welcome to Ambiond. This is a podcast where we push ourselves past our own limiting beliefs, past our comfort zones, to go beyond ourselves in mind, body, and soul. Hello everybody and welcome to this first part of a two-part series all about love and compatibility in astrology. I thought that this would be the perfect way to go about this week as Valentine's Day falls on the 14th on Wednesday and I just wanted to bring some more lightheartedness into this week, bring some love into this week. We can always use love in our lives and always use a little bit more of an, of an uplift in our lives. So this is just a little love from me to you. And I really do hope that you benefit from these two part episodes because they're really going to help you understand the astrology of love and compatibility. And in this first part, I'm really going to be looking at Venus through the signs. Venus is a planet of love and beauty and money as well. And I think that it's really important to understand your Venus sign so that you can understand how you love and also what you're attracted to. And then in the second part, which comes out on Thursday, I believe that's going to be the 15th of February, 2024, I'm going to get into the compatibility of the signs. But before you get ahead of yourself and just be like, I wanna just get into what is most compatible with my sign, No, no, no. You need to listen to this episode first. In fact, this episode is mandatory so that you can understand your Venus sign more in depth to understand also intuitively what feels right to you in terms of your own attraction, what you are attracted to and what resonates with you as well. So this episode is mandatory if you're going to listen to the next part of this two-part series. And again, this episode, we're focusing in on your Venus sign. So if you don't know what that is, all I'm going to ask you to do is head over to Google and you can just search Venus sign calculator and you don't need your birth time. All you need is your birthplace and date of birth. You put that in and you'll get your Venus sign. And then as you move through this episode, you can take note of what resonates, what doesn't resonate, and also take note of everything else. Because although I'm speaking about Venus here and the planet of love and beauty, there are a lot of there's a lot more to love and compatibility in astrology that goes beyond your Venus sign, which I'll talk about a little bit in this episode. But before I get any further in this episode, the first thing to do is so that you can stay tuned into the next episode, you can understand the compatibility of your sign. I would highly suggest that you subscribe to this podcast and a rating and a review would be really nice too. And it's just a great way to send love out there so that you can receive more love. So thank you so much. And now let's get into this episode. Venus is a planet of love, beauty, and also money. Venus is a planet of love because Venus is associated with Aphrodite in Greek mythology and Venus in Roman mythology. And she's a goddess who really had many lovers and had many love affairs. She dealt with a lot of gods and a lot of mortals as well. And she was known for her beauty. And that is why when we astrologers look to love, we look at Venus at first sight. However, There's a lot more to love and compatibility in astrology than just your Venus sign. Your Venus sign is the basic, the most basic part that you can look at when it comes to love and compatibility. However, there are so many other things that contribute here, but for the sake of this two-part series, I'm really going to make it as basic, as simple, and as, I guess, as easy as possibly can by just telling you your Venus sign. Because when you really want to look at love and compatibility, there's a lot more to it. It's your Venus house place, placement. It's also other planets, your your own personal planets, like your Mercury, your Mars, your Sun, your Moon. All of these different things contribute to how you give love, how you receive love, what you're attracted to, what you're not attracted to, what, you're, what you look for in a partner, what you look for in a marriage, your certain different asteroids. But again, we want to keep this episode as short and concise as possible. So we're just going to go through the Venus signs. And again, now that you have hopefully pulled up your own Venus sign, then you can really move along this episode with a lot more ease. So starting off with Aries. Aries is a sucker for love. They are very quick to fall in love and they don't necessarily, um, I guess, go for love at first sight, although it seems like they do. They tend to just see it. They like it. It's kind of like that Ariana Grande song. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. And it tends to be more so not in a dreamy way, but like just out of pure appearance. And this is because Aries rules the first house. And the first house is all about your looks, your appearances. 
um, your identity, your personality. So whatever they see at first glance, if they like it, they want it, they got it, and they'll go and they'll go after it. They don't really look for, I guess, the bad qualities in a person. They tend to overlook it just because they, again, they just, they want what they want. That's it. It's as simple as that. They don't really complicate it more than that. They need the stimulation and they need sexual connection as they are ruled by Mars and Mars is a very aggressive planet and when it comes to love when we think about Mars like Mars is kind of aggressive in sex and not in an unhealthy way it's just that that is something very much at their forefront of their mind they need spark and that's why when they see someone they're just like okay let's go for it and if you do spark their interest then they're going to head over you they're going to take the lead and they they can also be really, really nice. I know that so far what I'm saying seems like it's very intense in that way because it is intense, but it's also very nice and light because they really are caring when they want to be and they can easily get hurt. And the thing when it comes to Aries um, Venus, they're very much lovers. They're lovers in the sense of wanting to make sure that their lovers are happy and that they feel as stimulated as they feel and this can look like a lot of outbursts and fights and arguments but to them those for those fights and those outbursts and that anger and that aggression to them equals love if you're fighting with an aries venus to them that equals love. that means that you care that you're making you're showing your voice that you're raising your voice because you care if you were to be silent if you were to just have literally have the silent treatment to them to them that is because you don't care so again the louder you are the more that they think that you care they like the chase they like the game mars is a planet of war so they really want to go after the win and they want to be winners in love they want to succeed in love and they want their partners to also be winners in their own lives and they're very 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 loyal they're very flirtatious as well but flirtatious because they just like attention and it's not necessarily the attention that which i'll talk about later which leos kind of strive for it's more so attention that they just want to be seen again they are they do rule the first house which is all about your identity your appearance and what how you show up at first glance so they just like that immediate attention from others which is why they're very flirty and like i said they are very fiery and they like someone with a lot of character they tend to be really big characters in their own lives with big personalities and they like the drama of things and that's why they like the spark they like the flair they want to be the leaders and they oftentimes do take the lead in relationships they like to be the first person to do anything in a relationship they like to be the first person to approach someone so they will oftentimes take the lead which can also feel really reassuring sometimes when you know that somebody is there to just guide the way for you and you don't even have to do anything about it however they can also be self-centered sometimes um, as a result of wanting a lot of attention on themselves and that can mean a lot of neediness and prioritizing themselves over their partners and my suggestion for aries and venus is to understand that you are in a relationship and as much as it's nice to be really independent and care for yourself it's also important for you to care and give that attention to your partners as well it's also important to make sure that yes you like the drama you like the fieriness you like the arguments all in good i guess in a good sense that can be fine but when it becomes really disrespectful and aggressive in an unhealthy way, then that can be really problematic. So make sure that you are being really healthy in your relationships and that you're attracting the good kind of stimulation that you need and not anything that is going to be harmful to anybody, including yourself. Taurus in Venus is a really good placement for Venus to be in. Venus does rule Taurus. Venus rules both Taurus and Libra, which we'll talk about Libra in a little bit, but Venus is really happy here. Venus loves love. And being in Taurus, this can be a really, really grounded placement for Venus to be in. Um, Venus here likes to just be patient, takes its time, puts in the work in love. And this is something that I feel like a lot of people don't understand in Tauruses. People think that Tauruses are very lazy. And they're only lazy 
when they don't enjoy what they're doing and when they're not truly actually in love with somebody then they're not going to showcase hard work in that relationship however they do put in the work and they put in the work because they want to receive the benefits of the things that they're doing they want to receive the luxury they love luxury venus again is a planet of love beauty and money and material possessions and in order for them to have that material possession in order or in order for them to feel stable and secure in life in general they need to work hard so they can have that financial security and that same thing applies to their relationships they need to put in the work in their relationships in order for them to receive the kind of love that they want to see in their relationships in order for them to have that long lasting love because again they really do take their time in love they put in the work they are very 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 patient they're also very loyal they are loyal and they are generous in love they love the physicality of love and they're very sensual beings, which means that they're very sensual in relationships. They're very touchy-feely and they like to experience love through all their senses. They want to smell their partners. They want to touch and feel their partners. They want to see their partners in all the beauty that their partners are in. They really like this sensual experience and they can, through that sensual experience, they feel very emotionally touched to their partners and they really do care for their partners and again the laziness factor really comes in when they can also start to rely on their partners too much to take care of things for them however this is not necessarily always the case this is truly very rare to happen however they can also be very possessive and instead of viewing their partners as somebody as a partner as this is somebody in my life this is a relationship they will start to view their partners as something that belongs to them as they can tend to be hoarders in with their material possessions with their material items again that this is because of the stability factor of this need for security of this need to feel like everything is consistent in their lives they really can be stubborn in that way they don't like things being shaken too much and that is why they can become very possessive of their partners because they don't want their partners to leave they want to know that this thing is mine forever and always that nothing's going to change something that they also are very attracted to they're attracted to people who are very artsy and they love the artsy and they love beauty they love pleasure so they can attract a lot of artsy people into their lives and they tend to be very lucky in love because again at the same time taurus is ruled by venus so any placement where venus is in whether it's taurus or libra they tend to be very lucky in love and again this is also because they take their time with love so that means that they're really making sure to nurture and literally grow the weeds and blossom the love into their lives just like an earth sign would do they plant their seeds they plant this love and they take care of it they water it they put it out in the sun they really make sure to nurture and tender to the loves in their lives so a taurus venus is somebody that you really want in your life because they will also spoil you they're very generous with you and they also want you to be very generous and they want you to spoil them as much they can sometimes get overboard with love that's for sure but again they can be such great lovers such tender lovers and a lot of a lot a lot of people that end up in a relationship with venus in taurus can receive a lot of good from that venus in taurus placement and Taurus Venus placements also tend to attract a lot of lovers who may be very financially wealthy. So Taurus and Venuses, you do have a lot of luck and love. Just be mindful of not overindulging in your love where you either start to rely on your partners too much and also make sure that you understand that your partners are their own beings and that they have their, a life of their own and that you can let them go. They can be free and you are worthy in all that you are. And you are good in all that you are and you don't have to have any possessiveness over your partners let them be gemini in venus are very witty <laughs> they're very interesting because gemini and venuses need constant intellectual stimulation on a mental physical emotional spiritual level they are air signs so they're not very emotionally in touch with their i guess with love they're more logical than they are emotional 
And they need, again, constant stimulation. They need you to constantly be communicating with them, conversing with them. They want you to be calling them, to be texting them, to be messaging them, whatever it is. They always need to be stimulated in some kind of way. Otherwise, it can get really bored. They need somebody who is more lighthearted, somebody who is fun, somebody who is spontaneous, somebody who is ready to get up and leave at any minute, at the go. When they say like, okay, let's go out here right now. Let's go do this right now. They want somebody who's going to keep up with them. They need somebody who's also very strongly opinionated, somebody who's very in touch with their own beliefs or their own ideas, who is very also intellectual in themselves. They want to, again, keep that conversation going. And there could be a lot of juxtaposition when it comes to Gemini and Venuses, where they're like, you know, I want somebody who has many interests, but and then I also want somebody who is very grounded and and stable. I want somebody who is very spontaneous, but somebody also who I can settle down with. And there's this constant juxtaposition and almost like contradictions of each other. And that's because Gemini's in general have a wide range of interests. So there can be a lot of like fluctuation in that kind of way. They want a partner who will again engage with their interests take classes with, someone that they can explore life with, somebody that they can just constantly be on the go, go, go with. And it can sometimes be very difficult to pin down a Gemini and Venus because they're again, they're all over the place. They're always on the go. However, they do have this intensity to them, but they can also be very kind lovers when they are ready to settle down, when they're ready to commit to a person. They can be very flirty as well. And they're really good with their words. Communication is key here when it comes to Geminis. They can really pull you in with their romantic words, with their flirtations, with their wit, with their charm. They can really pull a partner in. So as intense as they can be in terms of constantly needing to be on the go, constantly needing stimulation, they can really bring you back in, pull you back in through the words and really getting to you on an intellectual level and getting through your mind more so than with you on an emotional level and they tend to attract a lot of strange people and that's just because they have many interests so it's not like they have a specific type of person they just are interested in everything and everyone so you'll find them bouncing from one person to the next and you'll try to find a similarity between the two people but there probably will be absolutely nothing and it's just because they want to learn about everyone and everything and they themselves are very interesting so the more they learn from others the more interesting they get in themselves at least i think that's what they believe my only pointer here for gemini venus and gemini's is to get more in touch with your emotions understand that other people have emotions and not to play around with other people's emotions make sure that you communicate what you're interested in when you are speaking to somebody when you are looking for a partner or even to the partners if you are in a relationship with someone make sure that you're constantly communicating your own truth with them so that they can understand things clearly cancer in venus cancer and venus love is everything to them love is the air they breathe <laughs> love is love is love is love is love love is the only thing that matters but they won't necessarily show this and that's because they like to keep their vulnerability their emotions to themselves they prefer not to really share anything with anyone because they don't want to be a burden to anyone which usually ends up making them a burden to their partners and to their lovers because they keep everything bottled up and eventually they release it out all on their partners and they tend to want people that are going to really look for i guess who are going to really want to chase them and you would think that that's a strange thing for cancer and venus however it really does make sense because again they love love and they want to know that their person is fully in love with them they want somebody who needs them essentially and they do attract people who do need them they attract very needy people and it comes from this need to mother people in their relationships cancer is ruled by the moon and the moon is the mother is a symbol of the mother and having this mother nurturing energy and they tend to really mother their relationships and this can turn into smothering to a certain extent but it really is taking responsibility of their partners and because they're always taking responsibility of their partners they don't really allow their partners to grow which can be really problematic and a lot of their partners end up taking advantage of them and as cancer also rules the fourth house um, the fourth house is about your family about your home life 
a lot of the partners that they do attract sometimes that do take advantage of them take advantage of their home meaning that they'll use their they'll just use this cancer and venus to just crash on their couch to have a place to stay rather than really being emotionally invested in them and that cancer venus will allow this because again this mothering nurturing energy this need to feel needed this need to take care but it's so important to recognize that you need to take care of yourself as well you need to be taken care of as well otherwise you get really exhausted and when you get really exhausted that's what usually ends up making you leave a relationship or somebody else leave the relationship which leaves you really burnt out and then tired and in this vicious cycle over and over and over again and you can easily be quick to move in with a lover just to create a home together so just be careful be careful not to fall in love too quickly be careful to not move in with somebody too quickly make sure that you're taking your care of yourself in your relationships because you deserve the nurturing care the love that you give to your partners just as much as you give that as much as they take advantage of you you deserve to also have that love in return and what i will mention with this sign as well is that cancers are very sentimental which means that you tend to hold on to all the memories of every experience of every single date of every single thing that you've experience with your lovers and you'll be able to recall all these memories with your lovers and that's a really beautiful thing so you deserve somebody who is going to recognize that with you who's going to remember all the holidays all the experiences with you so you can feel more cared for in doing so leo in venus is very very charming i will say leo and venuses attract a lot a lot a lot of lovers they love love Leo is rules the fifth house, which is also known as a house of love or the house of romance or the house of pleasure, pleasure and childhood. It's known for many things, but when it comes to love, it's this idea that love is everything, that being in love is the best thing ever. And to them, they love to be the center of attention in their own relationships and it's very easy for leos to find partners and they do so in the most flirtatious way however what i will say is that their flirting comes off very charming it doesn't come off as deceiving or as manipulative in any kind of way it feels very sincere compared to many other signs that are very flirtatious such as aries gemini and also which we'll get into in a bit Aquarius. Their flirtations, again, just feels very genuine and very sincere. They make their partners feel good and they want their partners to feel good. They want their partners to be lavished and to experience all the pleasures of life. They want to, they're very bold also in expressing their love. They'll be so happy to shout out the rooftops, share, say their lover's name, tell every single person they know about who their lover is, they're very much, again, in love with love. And they feel very confident in love. Love is what boosts their confidence up, again, because it gives them the attention. It makes means that they're adored. And Leos love being adored. They love being the center of, of attention. They like to be worshipped. And in all honesty, they deserve it because they give so much back to their partners. And they give a lot to their partners to also receive a lot in return. They expect that if I'm giving you all of this, if I'm giving you so much love, if I'm giving you all of these romantic gestures if i'm making you feel so good i expect that also in return which can be a little bit selfish and self-centered however at least that they are spoiling their partners in that kind of way and they can express their emotions with a lot of dramatics a lot of theatrics and cause a scene and again this is also for the sake of the name of love just really wanting to shout love at the top of their lungs and they're kind of like that that couple any venus in leo person in a relationship is going to be that couple that you just see walking and your eyes dart to them and you're like wow that that's a couple like you know there, there's couples like that where you're just like that looks like a really great couple that's always a venus in leo and again they have this need for dramatics and they can be very dramatic in love which can be very intense to some people but some people love it so if you love it then great for you and just remember that they are very giving and very gracious and they give boldly more so because they just want to be appreciated most of the time but at the end of the day they're giving and they really do care and they are 
very very loyal and committed to their partners so when they are flirting with you when they are giving love to you know that they're only giving it to you they're only giving it to their partners to the people that they really do care about that is who they're giving their love to so again not like aries not like gemini not like aquarius they are very sincere when it comes to love and they want their lovers to feel good and they want to feel good in love as well virgo and venus virgo and venus is very interesting because they're very, um, I guess, practical when it comes to love, very deliberate and very cautious of love. Love is almost like a warning sign to them. And that's because love isn't their number one priority at all. To them, love is just, I guess, a bonus in life. Love is part of their to-do list. Virgos are very routine. They're very scheduled. They're part, they like to just focus in on the daily schedules. And to them, love is kind of just the daily schedule, something they're going to tick off the list. It's just they're part of their to-do list. Okay, I'm in love today. Okay, I got married. Okay, I'm in a relationship. I accomplished these things. And it's just about the romantics of it. And this is just because Virgo is ruled by Mercury. And Mercury is both in... Now, as I mentioned, Gemini is ruled... I didn't mention this, actually. Gemini is ruled by Mercury. And in Gemini, that's an air sign. In Virgo, it's an earth sign. However, we still do have this mental... Um, this mental intellectual and logical sense of mercury when it comes to virgo as well and because of that that can remove them of the emotions of love however they do feel very deeply and they care so deeply which is why they're very cautious of love they are very scared to fall in love and for that reason they can be very picky when choosing their lovers and they expect perfection they expect their partners to be at top peak their, their lovers to be perfect in everything which can make them very critical of lovers expecting the best out of them and this can come off very off-putting to some people however again this is because they care so much and they care so deeply and they want to see people doing the best that they possibly can be do in life and they expect that from themselves as well which is why they're only being critical however again they care so deeply and they don't want to be taken advantage of because they give so much in love they are also known as helpers they care so much about doing acts of services so they want their acts of services to be appreciated and in order for it to be appreciated that means that their lovers have to be people who are ready to receive that and to appreciate that they want to feel needed and they want to be appreciated for what they give and again they're very logical over emotion and they can learn a lot through their experiences of their relationships so they will maybe move from lover to lover to lover but through each lover they're going to learn something new and they almost look at love as as something that they as a problem that they can fix as something that they can do and make use of in their life so when it comes to virgo venuses they tend to attract a lot of people who are quote-unquote broken i don't like using that word but people who are just very misguided in life and they'll use them as a project to work on as something that they can fix and because they're fixers they like to analyze they like to fix problems they like to solve problems and they like to make things perfect so to them a person is just like any other project that they would work on something that they can fix so that's why they tend to attract a lot of quote-unquote bad seeds not such great people so that they can fix them and they'll oftentimes ignore their own intuition just for the sake of again having fun in life and having somebody that they can fix having somebody that they can string along fix mend and then they'll leave move on to the next person or they'll constantly find issues within their partners to fix my advice for virgo virgo venuses is to recognize your own self-worth to make sure that you're attending to your own heart and know that your partners are going to be as good as you make yourself to be meaning that if you want somebody who is really in it in the long run with you who is going to be very committed to you somebody who is going to make you feel safe secure and appreciate you for all that you are you need to appreciate yourself for all that you are and in doing so not falling for people who are need quote-unquote fixing who need somebody to help and support them have somebody who's already there to help and support you as well Libra and Venuses. As I mentioned in Taurus, 
Libra is also ruled by Venus, meaning that Venus is very, very happy in Libra. Libra in Venus is a little different to Taurus in Venus, and that's because Taurus is an earth sign and Libra is an air sign. So when it comes to air signs, we're always going to be thinking about logic over emotion. However, when it comes to Libra, um, this is really a placement where Venus thrives most, and that is because Libra also rules the seventh house, which is all about relationships. So Libras really love being in love. They love being in a relationship, and this is why they have a lot of codependencies because they rely so much on partners to stimulate them, to keep them happy, and they start to tend to, I guess, lean too much into their partners often times and rely on their partners to tell them how to feel, to rely on their partners to tell them what to do, and this can lead them to feeling really indecisive, and this also is because they see themselves through the lens of their partners how they experience life is through the lens of their partners and it's really really important for a libra to remove themselves from that dynamic to recognize that they are their own beings and that you also have your own thoughts and your own opinions and something that libras don't appreciate in love is the overdramatics they don't like the cheesiness of love they want real genuine love that means that they want true balance, they want true security, they want truly somebody who matches their vibe. They don't want somebody who is honestly like weird to them, they want somebody who is appealing to them in all levels, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. They want somebody who is attractive to them. And although that can sound very vain, um, Libra's just love what they love they want what they want and that's it it's as simple as that they like certain aesthetics they have certain vibe and they want the people in their lives to match that certain vibe and that's just what it is you just gotta accept that about libras and venuses they also love luxury and luxury in the sense of money similar to tauruses i guess tauruses do enjoy their luxury but with libra luxury is more so of the expensiveness of things they like things that are going to make them feel rich and that is what really attracts a libra in venus they also tend to be people pleasers they want to maintain the peace in their relationships which oftentimes leads them to sacrificing their own needs so when it comes to libra and venuses my only advice to you is to recognize that your needs are just important as your partner's needs who you are is very important recognizing that you are a gift in yourself that your independence that you as a whole being in yourself are whole and complete and you don't need anybody else to satisfy that for you that you are perfect in all that you are you are whole in all that you are scorpio venuses are very 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 intense and i feel like whenever it comes to scorpio we have to just go with intensity and that's just what it is but they tend to attract people that i guess are just not really the healthiest for them and they attract a lot of mystery into their lives and they like a lot of mystery they can be very obsessed with their lovers and over consumed by love and this can lead into a lot of harmful behavior and things that are not going to be great for them or great for their for their partners it can be a lot of toxic behaviors toxic traits just not so ple- not so pleasant here and they have this need to control their partners and this is because they want stability in their relationships they want to know that their partners are in it with for the long in the long run with them and in order to do so they feel that they need to control their partners to make sure that their partners are not going to leave them because they can be very i guess paranoid in that sense and this can lead to a lot of aggressive behaviors and emotional outbursts and they just need the stability to make them feel more calm and they need to know that you are going to be with them in the long run by being vulnerable with them. They need a deep connection. They crave deep connection. They want you to know all your secrets. And they may not be the first to go ahead and tell you all of their secrets. However, they really do appreciate it when you can open up to them because that makes them open up more to you. They need that deep connection. And what I will add when it comes to Scorpio Venuses is that it tends to they tend to have a lot of secret love affairs. And this could be love affairs with other people, with other 
um, lovers, but this can also be love affairs in terms of secretly hiding um, some kind of addiction to something in their life, whether it's addiction to food, addiction to substances, addiction to gambling, whatever it may be, uh, just some kind of secret that can come up with Scorpio and Venuses. My advice to Scorpio and Venuses is to learn to let go, to release, to find stability within yourself, to find to be vulnerable in yourself, to understand that actually the vulnerability that you see from your partner starts from you being vulnerable with them. Sagittarius Venuses are, let's just put it this way, are fun. <laughs> they are very fun and they're very stimulating. They need adventure. They need exploration in their lives. And to them, love is an adventure. They explore the world through their love, to the, through the lovers they have. And they almost fall in love instantly. And this is a little different to Aries, love at first sight. Because a Sagittarius's love at first sight is like, I fell in love with you because I want to explore people just as much as I want to explore life so they technically just fall in love really quickly and it probably the next day they'll fall in love with somebody else it's that love at first sight until the next sight comes along basically and this is again because of this need to explore people just as much as they like exploring life they want to explore people they want to understand people on such a deep level because that is how they feel more connected to the world that's how they feel more connected to spirituality to education to themselves as well and it's unsustainable, that's for sure, because this ends up ending relationships really quickly and ends up people leaving them in relationships really quickly. And what's interesting about Sagittarius and Venus, Sagittarius Venuses are that they like big, juicy love. They want real, genuine love. And they also want freedom. They want space. They want to breathe in their relationships. And if they feel like you are restricting them in any kind of way, if they feel like they're being controlled, if they feel like they're being tied down, they are going to be the first ones to get up and run. They do not want to feel suffocated. So recognize that. Give a Sagittarius Venus space. They need the space to breathe. Otherwise, they're going to not be so happy. And that's going to be not a pleasant time because Sagittarius Venuses can get very angry when they are feeling very suffocated. And something to also know about Sagittarius Venuses are they are very loyal. They are very generous. And this is because Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. Jupiter is the most giving planet. And they are very giving in love. They're going to give you a lot of gifts. They're going to be so loyal to you. And they will, they will commit when they feel like they are having the space that they need, when they feel that they can breathe in their relationships, when they know that their partners are letting them be, letting them do their thing. So if you are going to be with Sagittarius Venus, just know that they need their space. They need you to give them their independence, to give them the space to literally do whatever it is that they want to do. Otherwise, they're going to get very bored and they'll also get very bored of you. And they can get easily turned off by anything they'll have that quick ick of a person which will make them get up and leave so by you just giving them the space that leaves them room to be attracted to you to want to come back to you and although again they're known for not wanting to commit in any sense whether it's to work to relationships to anything that they do they can commit when again when you do give them the space that they want they also, because they want their own independence, they want to know that they can do their own hobbies and get into their own interests on their own time. But they also want you as a partner to be able to have your own freedom, to do whatever you want. They're going to give you as much space as they want for themselves. And they will always come back to you. Don't get that wrong. They will always come back to you. Yes, they may go off for a month to go travel the world, but they're going to come back to you. And when they do come back, they're going to love you a thousand times more. And you know why? Because you gave them the space. You gave them the, the breath of fresh air to go let them do whatever they wanted to do. So recognize that they are very committed and they are very loyal and they love big. They're going to come back from that one month vacation with the biggest gift for you recognize that they care so deeply about you and that their i guess dismissal of that or wanting space needing to be alone is not a sign that they don't like you it's just a sign that they love you so much 
and that they want to give you space as well and this is how they gain a lot of energy when they are doing the things that they care for in their own time and space and my only suggestion for Sagittarius Venuses is to recognize that love is a really beautiful thing yes and we you can fall in love with all the lovers you want to fall in love with but remember to bring a little bit more i guess realism into it understand that people are yes all beings that should be explored but they don't always have to be people to explore in the sense of love you can explore somebody in the sense of a friendship you can explore somebody in the sense of just getting to know someone and it doesn't have to just turn into love capricorn venuses are very similar to virgo venuses they can be very cautious in love as well and they can be very timid and very cold as well and this is because to them love is a business deal love is an invest investment and they care a lot about work and this is oftentimes the stereotype of capricorn they're workaholics and there's nothing wrong with that that's what i have to say that i love capricorn's need for work and this need to always prioritize work however this also means that they look at everything as work again love is an investment to them and they need somebody in their lives who is hard working who is successful, who has reached the top peaks, or at least somebody who is striving to reach the top peaks. And that's because that is what's attractive to them. That's because something that they strive for in themselves. And if you're not the one who's going to be picking up the slack and who's going to be aiming big and high, then they're going to be doubling it in on work in order for them to make sure that they can create stability for you. Because that is how they showcase their love, is by providing for their lovers, providing money, financial security, giving gifts. That is their way of showing love. And although they not may not be the most romantic, the way they love is by giving you the time and energy that they would put in for work. Again, work is everything to a Capricorn. And a Capricorn Venus, if they are giving you any kind of time and energy, that is because they care and they love you. They don't waste time on anything. They want to give you time and energy. That means they, again, full stop, care about you. They put time and energy into anything that is considered work. So they're not here to play. And I love you means I love you. Take their word for it. They are committed and they are loyal. They only do things out of love, so take what they do and say seriously. Again, time and energy is everything to them. They do not waste time. So anything they do is deliberate. Anything they do for you is deliberate. It's because they want to show you their love. It's because they care about you. They could be working on another business deadline. They could be doing anything else that is quote-unquote more important to them. But if they are taking the time to watch a movie with you, to take you out for dinner, that is because that is an emotional investment that they are willing to put in. And in saying this, they can worry about being abandoned because of this. Because they put so much time and energy in their relationships, they are so worried that their relationships are going to turn their backs on them. And that's why they are very careful and cautious with love. They want to know that the people that they are committing to are people who are committing to them just as much. They feel like they need to be wary of love. And again, this is because they don't waste time. So anytime a Capricorn and Venus is committed to you, know that they are committed to you and that they do love you. No matter how much they're working on anything else in life, you are also a priority to them. They may not always show it in the most romantic way, but trust me. They do care. And my only advice for Capricorn and Venuses is to learn to showcase your love more. Yes, you're showing it in ways that may be right for you, but try to learn your partner's love languages. Try to understand what feels good for them and showcase that to them. Because I know deep down inside, you really do want your lovers to feel loved. Aquarius in Venus. I'm already laughing because Aquarius and Venuses are just, I don't know, it's kind of tragic to be honest. And they're very detached in love. They are, out of all air signs, this is the most I am logic over emotion, over heart, over everything. They are not romantic in any sense and they are completely head over heart. 
They don't really care for emotions. They're similar to Sagittarius in the way that they really want their freedom and they want their space. And they will choose friendships over love. And if you are somebody who is showcasing any kind of sense of emotions to Aquarius and Venus, let me tell you, they will get up and they will run. They will turn your backs on you very quickly. Do not show a single sign of emotion to an Aquarius and Venus because they don't care for it. To them, it's just illogical. It doesn't make sense to them. They don't understand emotions. Think of an emotionless person. That is your Aquarius and Venus. To them, the way they fall in love is if that love seems logical to them, then they will go for it. It's not based on emotions and it's not based on a feeling, a romantic feeling, a romantic sensation. It's just like, okay, this love seems seems logical. This seems like a logical person to be with. So, okay, I'll be with them. It really doesn't go beyond that. And they care so much about the bigger world issues. And that is why they don't want to invest in love. They don't really care to invest themselves in love. They'd rather be solving the world problems than sitting down and fantasizing about loves and lovers. They have a love for humanity. That's how they show their love. It's through charity. It's about doing the things, bringing justice to the world. And this is because they rule over the house of rebellion, revolution, innovation, and change. And that's why that Aquariuses really do care so much more about the world as a collective rather than an individual in themselves. And they are attracted to people who are very similar to them in that sense, who are humanitarianism, who are humanitarians in their own rights. And they're also attracted to very weird and quirky people, anyone who is unique and strange to them. They can be very charming, although, again, they are very detached. They have this charm that is honestly very <laughs> unpleasant. It comes off at first sight as very charming, but then you quickly quickly learn that their charm is very artificial very fake they probably just wanted something from you they wanted to gain some kind of insight from you and then they're moving on to the next thing and again every single human to them is almost just like a project of what can i gain from this person and then i'm going to move on to the next one and usually their their romances their relationships start off as friendships and then lead up to relationships although they don't really like to bring the two together this is usually what ends up happening because again they prioritize their friends over lovers they prioritize friends over everything so that's why they end up just being in romantic relationships with their friends although they don't really like to do so they end up doing so and my biggest advice for aquarius venuses is to recognize that your love for humanity is a really beautiful thing your love for the collective for wanting to bring justice to the world is a really beautiful thing but the only way that you can do that is by recognizing that the love starts within your own immediate relationships the love you create and you generate for yourself you getting in touch with your emotions you learning and empathizing with people that is how you learn to empathize with the world so that you can create the real difference that you want to create in the world so yes you like to use logic over emotions and to some degree i want to be like yeah okay do your thing but at the same time if you're really here to make a difference in the world, I'm sorry, but there's absolutely no way you can do that. And this is going to be so mean right now, but there's absolutely no way you can do that without really tapping into your emotions first and understanding and putting yourself into other people's shoes, because that is where the real difference happens. And your change, your love that you want to add to this world starts from you. If you can't do that in your own life, then how can you expect that to yourself to do that in this world as a whole? Again, create love for yourself. And that's what really is going to create the change and the love that you want to create for this world. Finally, we have Pisces Venus. Pisces Venus is my little sweetheart. I really like Pisces Venuses because they're very sweet. They're very dreamy. They're very sensitive. And they can be very hard to please. They love romance. They love fantasy. They love love in the sense of love in the movies. They want that sweet, cheesy love. They want that love that you only dream of, the love that somebody is gonna come and shout and from the, the garden to your window, throw some pebbles, that Romeo and Juliet kind of love. And this is because they get really lost in their own illusions. They tend to escape into their own fantasies. And this can create a lot of, I guess, um, disillusioned in terms of the partners that they attract and they can attract a lot of people who are tend to be very narcissistic 
and also people who will take a lot from them and not give anything in return. And this is because they see everything in rose-colored glasses. They rather see the good in people than the bad, and they will continue to convince themselves of how good a partner is despite anything that they're doing to them, despite any emotional, um, I guess, dramas that their lovers take them in. And it's so important for Pisces to recognize that you have a really big superpower over any other sign, and that is your intuition. However, when it comes to love, you tend to overlook your own intuition by... Again, wearing those rosy colored glasses and allowing your emotions to cloud your intuition, which again, makes you end up with people that are not so great in love, who are not really great lovers, and you end up in bad love situations because of that, and you end up sacrificing so much of yourself for the sake of somebody else's happiness. Your emotional needs are important, and when you're not taking care of your emotional needs, you also have really big emotional outbursts. Take care of yourself. You are so generous in love. You are so good at empathizing with others. You are so compassionate in love. And you give love so freely and so generously. And you deserve that in return. Learn to use your intuition. Learn to really trust your gut at first glance and not to overlook it. Really tune into your intuition. Learn to practice and hone in onto your own intuition onto your own intuitive cues because that's what's going to help you again build those real meaningful relationships so those are all the venus signs and i hope that you have figured out which ones resonate with you and which ones are most attractive to you because in the next episode when i talk about the compatible signs i really want you to be able to understand for yourself which ones even are most attractive to you what you would sense are nice for you but i hope that this gave you more insight on your own way of how you love and what you're attracted to but i will say about venus venus signs the venus placements as well is just that when i interpret venus it's not only about the kind of love that you're attracted to it's also about the kind of love that you may be giving to others So if this is you, make sure that you are taking note of any of the, I guess, the the more toxic traits of these Venus placements and really honing in on the positive qualities. Learn to heal your wounds so that you can be a great lover. And if you are attracting anybody like any of the things that I've mentioned in this episode to you, learn to really honor yourself, to recognize your self-worth and to know that you are deserving of the best love ever. And again... To end this episode off with an herb, as I always do, the herb that I chose for this episode is, of course, a Venus-ruled herb, and that is Makuna. And Makuna is an adaptogen, adaptogenic herb, and it is commonly used to nourish the nervous system, support healthy sexual energy, and it strength, strengthens and tones reproductive organs. It directly targets the pituitary pineal gland, and this is known as a master organ that regulates our consciousness and is believed to control how we perceive life. It has also been associated as spiritual consciousness, and it really does enhance our ability to bring more consciousness into our day-to-day life. And Mukuna, to me, is one of those happy herbs. It just brings a lot of happiness to the body, a lot of relaxing sensations to the mind and it's a really great herb to work with make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast so that you can stay tuned in to the next part of this valentine's week episode series and again the next episode is going to be compatibility based on your venus sign so thank you so much and i appreciate you all and sending you so much love this valentine's day and i wish you all the best always and forever thank you and bye